We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College is proud to bring you the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters, a fun casual joint. And brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance. And by Adina Health System. Now along with Coach Ryan Day and former OSU All-American Jim Lachey, here's the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Welcome to this week's show as Ohio State gets ready to host Wisconsin on Saturday. The Buckeyes find themselves continuing to be undefeated. Their 7-0 and 4-0 record after last Friday night's 52-3 win at Northwestern. And, Jim, it's kind of the same old song and dance, a continuation of what's gone on through the whole season. Well, 13 straight wins for the Buckeyes since their last loss, so it has been a nice little run. Of course, seven of those came this year, and uh, it's been kind of the same old script. Ohio State has scored 20-plus points. Now it's 33 games in a row that they've been able to do that, second longest streak in the country doing that. And, you know, defense is stepping up. Uh, That's seven games now, less than 300 yards that they've been able to tally. And seven games now that they've come up with an interception. So both sides of the ball are getting it done. I think when you go back to last week, they they took it down and they converted a couple key third downs. And when you can do that on your opening drive, take it down, score, you know, Chris Olave making some big plays there early on, getting that running game cranked up. And then, you know, you can't end the half any better than the way they did it. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Uh, there are those who might feel that a little shine has taken off of this coming Saturday's game with Wisconsin's hiccup at Illinois. But there's still no question that Wisconsin will come in as the best equipped team that Ohio State has seen this year. Yeah, they played some good football all year long. You know, their stats defensively are even better than Ohio State's. They're allowing opponents under 200 yards per game. So they've been dominating just 58 yards rushing on the game. But as you said, last week versus the Illini, they showed a little little weakness there in that fourth quarter. The game that, you know, they had a nice, comfortable nine-point lead, and if they don't turn the ball over, they don't lose that game. Well, Jonathan Taylor had a fumble, their go-to back, who's rushed for over 5,000 yards in his career. And then, you know, obviously they had the interception at the end of the game. And credit the Illini for finding ways to take advantage to get in the end zone and their kicker coming through with a with a, uh, a field goal to win the game. So it was a hard-fought game, but for, for the Badgers, they're going to look at that and say, you know what, we preach it, you can't turn the ball over, and if you turn the ball over, you're losing. That's a perfect example of it. So I look at it this way. I, I think that uh, they're going to be a hungry team. They haven't lost two in a row in a long, long time. So th- we're going to get their best shot, and that's what we should expect. Well, it was a pretty good rivalry before divisional play. Yeah. Uh, now the Badgers making their first trip to Columbus since 2013. It has been a while, but, uh, you know, that's the way it is when you have the East and the West. Uh, 
You know, or some of those of yeah, leaders. <laughs> and every once in a while we'll get a chance to be exactly every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, you know, we get a chance to play him in that Big Ten championship game, but it has been one of those rivals. I knew uh, my four years here, that was the one team that, uh, you know, you felt it after you played those guys in the early 80s. And I don't think that's ever changed. You know, they still recruit the same type of way. They got a bunch of big, strong, thick guys, and they play hard. Coach Ryan Day, always good to see you. Thanks for your time. Uh, certainly, as we were talking about last Saturday at, uh, excuse me, Force of Habit Friday at Northwestern, uh, safe to say another example of guys having that one game at a time mentality? I thought so. Coming off the bye week, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about starting with a, a fresh start and um, you know, making sure that we kind of prepared every week just like we – or that week just like we have every other week. Um, and there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, physically, emotionally, mentally, you have to do so much work to get yourselves up and ready to roll. And uh, that was a different week. You know, It was a Friday. It was a night game on the road. And – um, so I thought we we really played with good energy. And, and so this is just something that we have to keep building on. And we kind of looked at it like that. We started fresh after the bye week. Okay, here we go. We're into the ha- second half of the season. Um, and just kind of seeing the way that we finished that first half was good. You know, just really good energy and guys running around. And so uh, here we go again. we got to get, get it going again for this week. You know, starting that game, he came out, he converted a couple key third downs, and that's been a – a kind of a BMO for this team so far, converting third downs, 56%, one of the highest in the nation doing that. And it was very apparent on that opening drive, taking it down, you know, moving the chains, you know, keeping the ball. And then Chris Olave, you know, running some perfect routes and, and Justin putting it on the money. Uh, execution on third down is key. You talk about that's a money down. You guys talk about it all the time. And defensively, they talk about, about it all the time. I know you guys put an emphasis, but you're seeing, you know, some fruit of that emphasis now when you play. Yeah, when you, when you play against really good defenses, Northwestern has a good defense. I mean, they just do, and, and it's going to be the same this week. It was good. Same against Michigan State is that, you know, early in the game, sometimes it's hard to crack the rock. You know, they, they're, they're strong, they're powerful, they have a good scheme, they do a good job, and so you have to kind of wear on them, and it takes a little bit of time. But early in the game, when you start to get off schedule, you got to do a great job on third down to keep drives alive. And uh, we did that, and then we kind of got, got going with the rhythm. Does a lot of that speak to the communication from the players to the coaches and vice versa? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in-game you're talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. So a lot of the, you know, figure out what they're in, uh, what they're doing on third down, what they're doing schematically, you know, what's going on up front. And, uh, our, you know, Josh Myers up front does an excellent job of communicating. Jonah does a good job of, uh, of communicating why it's the same way. You know, those guys give you real information. Sometimes they give you, you know, information where, you know, like receivers, like I'm open, you know, in the last play, and then you <laughs> yeah, go back yeah. and, you, and you watch the film, and uh, maybe they weren't, or, uh, you know, I can beat this guy. And But, you know, our guys are pretty mature that way. You know, guys in the back end, here's what they're doing. Um, and so when you can get really good information in game uh, from players, that really helps you make adjustments. And when, and when your linemen are coming back and say, I got my guy all game, let's run my <laughs> way, you like to hear that too because yeah. it, it makes it very positive. Coach, you talked about the end of the half, and, again, uh, not many times you get in that situation. It, it worked. You know, you punted, they punted. You get the ball back, have some timeouts. Uh, you know, take us through that situation. You want to find a way to get points and put your team in, you know, that two-minute offense, so to speak, mode. and. You know, go down and get points uh, for a field goal. You practice that all the time, you know, every week, a couple times a week uh, throughout practice, but you get the pay off there with a 55-yarder, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it started, you know, we we, we, uh, stalled in a drive, and then we decided to pooch punt. And if we got the thing inside the five-yard line, we were going to be aggressive. We knew we had three timeouts left. Uh, And so, you know, Drew did a great job. Uh, Liam and uh, Justin and a bunch of guys got got it down on the one-yard line. And with three timeouts left, you know, we said we're going to be smart here, but let's, let's also be aggressive. And you know, defense does a real good job with three plays. We keep them on the one-yard line and say, right, now we're going to go after them. And uh, we went after the block, didn't get the block, but got the thing you know, around midfield, I think maybe the 40-yard line, got a penalty, and uh, we have no timeouts at that point. So we decided to throw a screen and see if we could spike it. If it didn't work out, we were going to get out of the half, You know, still in pretty good shape, 28-3. to 
uh, we get this screen, we get everybody lined up pretty efficiently, get the thing snapped, and then I thought our guys on the on the field goal did a good job of protection. You know, all 11 guys came on that play, which is pretty rare. Typically, they leave some guys out, but everybody was under stress. And it's, you know, kind of a low trajectory kick on long ones usually. So the protection was strong, and then Blake hit it. For each sack the Buckeye defense records this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries supporting Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste in their stores. You can join Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste team by rounding up at any Kroger register. Saturday, Ohio State hosts Wisconsin, and we'll be on the air with our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. More of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters continues from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Adena Health System is South Central Ohio's trusted name in healthcare, dedicated to providing you and your family with the best possible care right here in our community. Adena is leading the way in bringing state-of-the-art technology to our region, including robotic-assisted surgery and cutting-edge cancer treatment. It's all part of Adena's mission to provide you with experienced care that's close to family and close to home. Learn more at Adena.org. Adena Health System, here for life. You need a financial partner that understands your business, your industry, and your market. BMO Harris Commercial Banking serves a wide range of middle market businesses in Ohio. From financing solutions to advisory services, our team of local experts will work with you closely to deliver the services and guidance you need when you need it. BMO has deep roots in the Ohio community, so we're committed to helping local businesses grow. BMO Harris Commercial Banking is ready to help your business explore new possibilities. BMO Harris Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is The Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Well, Jim, with Ohio State, the same people to be on the lookout for, and Wisconsin's got some folks that have been banged up for a while. Yeah, I think for the Buckeyes, obviously looking out for Bear and Browning, uh, Jake Hausman, and then Josh Allaby. C.J. Saunders, also a captain. He'd like to see his first playing time of the year. And for Wisconsin, yeah, they've been banged up too. They've lost a couple tight ends during the course of the season, uh, and a couple line or a couple linemen have gotten nicked up too. So, hey, it's week eight. Everybody's banged up. Our report brought to you by Elk and Elk. If a medical mistake caused you injury, call one eight hundred Elk Ohio. It's time for Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. And our Tim Horton's Coffee for the Coach question comes from Gerald in Waverly, and good timing from Gerald in regard to this. Uh, his question is, and it is in reference to the field goal that Blake Hobbyell made last week, which, by the way, is tied for the second longest in Ohio State history. It matches the 55-yarder that Mike Nugent hit against Marshall, and the longest was Tom Scladani, a 58-yarder. Do you remember who that was against, Jim? I, I thought it was 59. Was no, it 59? I, okay. Yeah, no, I do not remember who it against. I know it was in the notes Indiana, someplace. Uh, it was against a Big Ten team. I know that. But the question that Gerald has in regard to the field goal, what would be the longest coach that you would consider attempting that's not at the end of the game or a half? Uh, that's probably about the, the limits, but it would be dependent upon the, the wind in the situation. Uh, you know, weather, consider, you know, sometimes it's easier to get the ball off the turf than it is the grass, you know, some of those things. But but 55 yards is kind of right there, right on the edge. Thank you to Gerald from Waverly for your question. And if you've got one, you can go to OhioStateBuckeyes.com and click on the Tim Hortons logo. Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And as you were chatting off the air without giving everything away, has the uh, kick six from Auburn and Alabama from a few years ago affected coaches with personnel they have on the field, a returner, not a returner, things like that? Uh, yeah. I mean, when, when you get into that situation, uh, you have to make a decision on defense. Is it – Better to try to block it because you're going to get a low trajectory, or do you put somebody back and try to return it if they don't reach? And um, you know, we, we something we practice every Thursday is you know what we call it Bama, you know, because of that situation, and, and talk about covering it and the different things that make them up. Do you change personnel a little bit as far as your block team to get a couple more cover guys because? You don't want to have all the offensive tackles alignment out there covered. That's you know their job's a block. That's what burned Alabama. <laughs> yeah, not, not, to, yeah. not to cover. Yeah, no, we we wouldn't. You know, yeah. we'd still keep the same thing to try to to block it because we think we can. Um, you know, we think we can. You know, protect and make the field goal. Um, you know, when you put somebody smaller in there, now you're at the risk of getting the thing blocked. So it's it's a double edged sword. You know, we feel like we have enough guys on there to cover it, but. Yeah. Uh, certainly something you have to consider when you're making those decisions. And the great thing about that, there's a celebration after that play. You know, yeah. I'm going into the locker room just to see that whole sideline explode. Uh, you know, we kind of saw it all coming out of us up in the press box. And, you know, just everybody trying to get a piece of Blake Cavio and, and Liam and the holder, Drew Crispin. Uh, you were running, too. It was a special feeling. I, you know, I guess for your young coaching career, that's probably one of the highlights so far. Well, I think what, what it showed was that, that nobody was looking at the scoreboard. Right. So it didn't matter. And, and that's been a huge emphasis for us is to just make sure you're focusing on the play and, and how competitive our guys are. You know, you would have thought that, you know, we won the Super Bowl right there right. and we made a 55-yarder, which is great, but it was just another play. But that, I think that goes to show you the emotion and, uh, you know, the fire these guys are playing with and, and they're competing right now. And so – but it also I think it put a little bit of a stamp on that first half coming out of the gates after a bye week. And you talked about not looking at the scoreboard and playing that. Does that still hold true with what you saw in the third and the fourth quarters in that game as well? Yeah, and I thought you also saw our depth that, you know, we've we've been in some games where we've actually been able to get some, some guys, you know, second, third team guys in the game late in the – 
uh, second half. And, and because of that, there's a lot of film that they've been able to improve on. So now those guys are in the game, and, and you know, Amir Reeve got a pick. Uh, seven bank get, gets a pick. We, we hit a long run with Master, and so those guys are out there competing. They're, they're trying to go, and uh, they've gotten much better. Chris Chuganoff got a chance to play again, and you know took the team down. Uh, they had a punt on the first one, with the second drive was able to hit Jeremy Ruckert, get him back in the end zone. Uh, you know, nice catch, nice throw. Good to see again the group, second group executing just like they're the starters. Yeah, and uh, it, like you said, you know, got down in the red zone there. We ran it on first down, didn't get it, but we're trying to score. You know, went inside the ten yard line, and so. Um, you know, try to pass, didn't hit that, but then come back on on third down, and I think it was third down, and, and hit the, uh, the the play to uh, the ruck. So that was great, you know. When you know, for all those guys, they, you know, Chugs is one example of it. You know, they they practice, they practice, they practice, and, and so one of the things that they have to do is they have to prepare like they're going to play, and sometimes they don't play, but they will get out there and actually get some stuff on film, help some. Uh, talking of third down, and Austin Mack was a guy that <clears throat> early in his career seemed to have a third down knack. He was a guy that in that one particular drive, it seemed like he was making more than a few third down catches that eventually led to him getting in the end zone yeah yeah he uh, he did a good job on that drive i thought uh, the protection was strong there and uh, and justin really threw the ball well especially the last one he threw it was right over the the uh, the flat defender you know we call that the one inch throw he did a good job and also did a good job getting the end zone second play of the game when northwestern's on offense your defense is out there you know chase gets a sack uh, inside move and you know, it really changed the way I thought Northwestern tried to attack. Everything was a three-step. That was even a three-step drop, but Chase was quick enough to get in there at the inside move. Do you find teams, you know, especially Northwestern, almost abandon the pass, you know, in the second half? And again, scoreboard said that a little bit, but uh, they don't want to face that pass sometimes. So you got to understand how they're trying to play. So you're going to probably see a lot of quick stuff. And does that – Tighten up things up, you know, how you want to play in the back end, too? I, I think it, you know, certainly having someone like Chase changes how you game plan, and uh, there's a couple different ways to approach it. You know, everybody's a little bit different on how they do it. A lot of guys want to maybe chip them. Some guys want to, you know, uh, you know get, get multiple surfaces to his side. Um, you know, guys want to uh, get the ball out of his hand quickly, uh, get out of the pocket, things like that. And, you know, so anytime you get something, you give something as well, you know, whether it's the timing in the pass game or maybe two or three receivers in a route, things like that. So, he certainly has a major impact on the game. Is that where these interior defensive linemen have also had an impact? Yep, and and those guys are now typically in a one-on-one situation. So on the other side or, or interior guys have to win their one-on-one battles. Would you, you know, coming in this season, think you're going to get as much out of Zach Harrison as he's been producing, you know, so far through? He's getting a lot of playing time out there. You know, he got some, a lot of defensive ends, but he seems to be a guy that, you know, ends up out there in the field a lot and, and playing at a high level. He is, he is. You know, he didn't play a whole bunch of defensive end, you know, a week in and week out in high school. So for him to step in and, and kind of take on this position and play at a high level is a tribute to him and his work ethic. And from the firm, first moment he stepped in our building, you know, he was serious about his job. He's very serious about his business and, uh, he wants to get better. He wants to be great. And you can see that. And the more he plays, the better he's getting. Another young guy who kind of exploded into everybody's attention last Friday was Dewan Jones. When you had him out there, you talked earlier about him being on a field goal block. This is a guy that can create some space for people, can he? Yeah, yeah. He can. Uh, he's a big fella. He, he's um, six eight. He's, he's down to, I think, 360 right now, uh, which is good for him. And he's, he's working on that. But uh, this is a tremendous athlete. He's, um, you know, he scored 40 points in a – I think it was a playoff semifinal game in Indiana. He was uh, on the Indiana um, All-Star team. He played Kentucky in the, the high school uh, basketball uh, game, and, and uh, he's he hasn't played a whole bunch of football, but he's got a, a really bright future ahead of him. 
and you can see how he loves to play. You know, you get that block, and Master comes out. And there's a lot of guys that were involved. That Mitch Rossi did a great job, but uh, you just notice the big fella because you know he can almost take out one side of the line, and then uh, to see him run down the field and just pure joy, and then everybody seeing it on the sideline, it was exciting for him. It's a good start. Yeah, yeah the arm pump. I, I love the arm pump all the way down. Uh, another freshman tackle, a redshirt freshman. Uh, sophomore Nick Petitfier got the first start out there and got his feet wet. You know, kind of welcome to the Big Ten, so to speak. Uh, I thought handled himself a little bit better in that second half. Thayer came in and was able to, you know, come in and, and, and get a few plays in to, to keep things going a little bit and showed seemed to get out of the game healthy. And that was good for him probably to get in there and just to test things, see how he feels, but also, again, to find out how your depth is without Josh Alby being available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first off, I thought Thayer, you know, was gritty when we needed him to go in there and uh, – he worked through that. He's doing great now, having a great week of practice. Uh, but but Nick, that was really his first, you know, cleat start and uh, to play against Northwestern against those defensive ends. That was a challenge for him. But I thought he competed. He battled. It wasn't perfect, but that's okay. It never is. Yeah. And uh, you're going to have good plays, bad plays. But as long as you keep learning from him, you keep competing. Uh, he's going to have a really bright future here. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And we'll have more of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters when we continue on Learfield IMG College. We all have our routines. And for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. Coors Light presents a word from Kirk Herbstreet. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for college football. It means your fridge is filled with Coors Light. It means last night's pizza is this morning's breakfast. And washing it down with your first Coors Light of the day is worthy of an ah. It's Saturday morning, and it means showers are optional. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light, the official beer of Saturday morning. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safeline Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safelight takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safelight, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Football is a team sport, and with teamwork, you can achieve great things. Our clients benefit from our talented team of injury lawyers, registered nurses, and our access to the leading experts in the country. We provide our clients a home field advantage while protecting their rights, allowing them to heal and get their lives back on track. If you've been injured, you need Elk and Elk on your roster. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO, your home team. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help.
During the Fall Into Savings event, AgPro is equipped for delivering John Deere tractor packages with huge savings. Save over $5,800 on a 3025E compact tractor with loader, sale priced at $16,999 or $169 per month. Visit agproco.com slash fallsavings. Offer ends 10-28-2019, subject to approved credit. Residency restrictions apply. See dealer for details. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Time now for the Ticket to the House Touchdown Replay. Play, play. Presented by Xmark. Fields again. Resets in the shotgun. Gets the football in his hands. Back to pass. Looks, throws, middle of the field. Caught at the 10 and into the end zone goes Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, 19-yard catch and run as he catches it from Justin Fields and takes it to the house. Dobbins, his second TD catch of the year. And Ohio State has a 13-3 lead. And our Exmark Take It to the House replay brought to you by Exmark Professional Mowing Equipment. Trusted 2-1 to by top landscape pros over the next best-selling brand of zero-turn mowers. And welcome back to this week's show with Coach Ryan Day, presented by Roosters as Ohio State gets ready to take on Wisconsin. So coming off of that, let's ask you about J.K. Dobbins. It's kind of like with Chase Young. Every week we try and find different ways to ask you the same thing about the same guys, and he just continues to do wonderful things. Yeah, um, again, he's, he's running hard. He's doing some good things. It was great to see him uh, out of the backfield catch that pass. Uh, that, that's something in his game that he's improved, uh, you know, route running. We spent a lot of time on some of those red zone uh, combinations uh, last week and in the bye week, and I thought the guys put it on the field well. And, and it's good to see J.K. Catch and, catch and run on that one. Continues to make, you know, big plays. Uh, you know, he was able to bust out again and he catches fourth or fifth 50-yard run. I mean, that doesn't happen very often, but he's able to bust out. And, again, that takes a lot of people. you got to get it past that line of scrimmage and you got to get that linebacker. And you put a really nice move, you know, to, yeah. to avoid a tackle. And then Chris Olave helping on the end. It, it, just the whole team is buying into the running game. And, boy, that's a crusher. You know, Northwestern takes his pride on stopping, you know, the run. A lot, every defense does. And when you can bust a big one like that, that, that goes right to the heart of a defense. Yeah, it does. And, and on that play there, uh, you know, actually, we didn't target it perfect, but uh, Jonah Jackson actually took out two guys. Yeah. That. It was unbelievable. He really did a good job. And then J.K. gets the second level, and then he has to make the safety miss. And I think – uh, what, what, what you notice there is that it wasn't taking a long time to make his move. He was pretty efficient because what happens is if you if you take a long time setting him up, the pursuit comes from behind and gets him. And he made that move real quick, and then he came back out of it, and then it turns into an explosive. And then he does all of his damage, and then Master Teague comes in and carries the torch. That's got to demoralize the defense too. Well, he, he's a good change of pace. And, uh, you know, our guys did a good job on a couple of those runs are really creating a nice hole for him, but, but he's seeing it, you know. And I think that's really one of the things you notice about Master in the last – you know, year is that he's seeing it now. So as he sets guys up in the zone, there's a feel to the zone play. You know, the gap schemes are more downhill and pretty direct, but uh, that was his own play. He kind of pushed it front side, jump cut, jump cut uh, behind DeWand, and then and then he was out. And, you know, he's a home run hitter. You know, when he gets into the second level, he's really, he's, uh, you know, a threat. You know, even at 220, 225, he's still one of your fastest guys on the team, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's... He's big, you know, he's like got kind of a track speed where he's got those big, long, powerful strides that can pull away. If you would, just kind of give us some of your thoughts on Wisconsin. Let's start with the Badgers on offense and especially what Jonathan Taylor brings. Yeah, I mean, as you know, they're a ball control team. They like to run the ball and snap it inside of 10, 10 seconds. You know, that's kind of how they work. And they're very efficient with their runs, and, and they like to do that. So if, if, they, if they stay on schedule and they, they run the ball for four or more on first down and the same thing on second down, now they're in the third and manageable and they continue to move the ball. 
Uh, so they, they do a good job there. And then I think, uh, you know, Taylor's, you know, one of the best running backs in the country with their own line. And they're very powerful and physical in the way that they, they attack you. And they want to wear you down as the game goes on, as you guys know. But, uh, but I also think that Cephas is, is a really good uh, receiver. He's probably one of the better guys in the Big Ten right now. He's very efficient. The tight ends are good. Uh, but and Cone's, you know, doing a good job as well. He's keeping them on schedule. His completion percentage is, is good, and he's playing well on third down. So uh, I think when you combine all of that, you know, it's it's one of the better offenses in the league and in the country. Do you, you have to kind of face up to their heavy packages, so to speak. I mean, they'll put a third tackle in, uh, you know, two extra tight ends, and, and just say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come up and bang it. You almost have to have like a goal line or a heavy defensive personnel to get an extra defensive lineman in there to kind of counter what they're trying to do up front. Yeah, I mean, you you want to make sure that personnel-wise you, you have guys in the right position. So whether it's, you know, on third down, you know, have a nickel in the game or dime in the game, and then as they get bigger, you know, you can make adjustments as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's going to come down to one-on-one battles. Can right. you win your one-on-one battle? And they're, they're going to look to get double teams. That's part of their deal. They want to get double teams and, and wash it down. So uh, it's a big challenge for our guys to win their one-on-one battles. Big, big challenge for your defensive tackles probably to get penetration, eat up two of those blockers so your backers can roam free. So, you know, Hamilton and all those guys inside are going to have to play their best games. Yeah, that, that's the big challenge because this is, you know, the best offensive line probably in the league and, and certainly one of the best in the country. And so, you know, those guys are going to have to show up. We're going to have to play depth, you know, so it's not just going to be on those guys, but they're going to have to have their best game of the year. From the other side, what is it that they show defensively that works well for them and the keys that when you have to go up against that? I think schematically, uh, you know, Coach Leonard does a really good job. Um, you know, they have things really covered in the run game. They do a good job in the pass game. they got a good rush. They, they understand stunt schemes and, and, you know, how you're trying to attack them. Uh, they play good situational ball, got a really good third down package, play really strong in the red zone. So, uh, and then they have good good uh, talent as well. You know, Bond coming off the edge, Slaughter Milk inside, um, you know, Wild Goose and some of the guys in the back end are, are some of the better guys we've seen. So when you combine scheme and you combine talent, you know, the biggest challenge we've seen on, on both sides of the ball. You know, their pass rush is a little bit different. They have those linebackers kind of floating. You know, there'll be three D linemen and then they're floating in and out. Uh, Concept-wise, what do you try to tell your offensive linemen to do? Does he man that? Do you zone that? Do you, do you roll out? Do you scheme it? Uh, all of the above, huh? Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> they, they, they do a good job. That's what I mean by the scheme, you know. And, yeah. and Orr has a good knack for kind of finding his way through there. And uh, and then when you're in a one-on-one battle with the ends, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. Those guys do a great job of getting the tackles out on islands and, and then winning, you know, because, uh, you know, Bond, on, you know, in space is, is, again, one of the more dynamic pass rushers in the country. When you were talking about third down, and especially in reference to what they were doing, but also with your team being ranked so high nationally with third down plays, is the key what happens on first and second? Yeah, well, when you can get into manageable situations, then run and pass become something you can do both. Uh, when you become just pass, then, you know, it's one of the things that, the, that they don't have to worry about anymore. But when you get into that manageable kind of six or less now, are you going to run it? Is the quarterback going to run it? Uh, are you going to throw it? Are you going to get out of your hand quickly? You have screens. You have a lot more on your menu uh, when you get into manageable. You know, what, what plays are good on third and 20, third and 15? You, know, you, you got nothing, you know. And so, and that's where you have to be smart, too. You know, uh, these guys have done a good job of creating turnovers in third and long. And they've, uh, they do a good job of getting a lot of runs where it's either one, zero, or negative yards. And so uh, we got to do a good job of staying on schedule. You know, saying on that, we talked about the defensive tackles, but guys that I thought stepped, Antoine Jackson probably played one of his better games. He got a lot of playing time. Haskell, uh, you know, Garrett in there. Uh, Tommy Togiai making plays, and of course Robert Landers and Jay Sean. Uh, that really, I mean, you might have to, you got to get thick up front when you go against these guys. So I'm sure they understand their challenge. Yeah, uh, you know, Antoine actually uh, he graded a champion, which was great for him. I think yeah. that was his first time grading a champion. So 
yeah, uh, you know, good depth inside there. And, and those guys are – this is going to be the biggest challenge of them. You know, so they're all going to have to do it together as a unit. And uh, they're all being challenged this week. And they got to get big, strong, powerful, and, and they got to win. And uh, the more times we can get them in third and long, obviously, the better off it's going to be for us. Unfortunately, we hear the prospect the weather might not be good Saturday. I know that kind of comes into play. You never know how it's going to work out, but uh, just how you approach things. Well, nothing we can control. You know, they have to play it uh, – play in the same game we do. And so, how, you know, how do we handle it better than they do? And, uh, you know, we'll, we, we practice out in the rain. Uh, we'll use wet balls this week just to be prepared. But uh, it's all about how we handle it. You know, it's, you know, they have to play in the same game we do. So, uh, you know, certainly going to embrace it and make it the best we can. A lot of people thought Coach Hayes controlled the weather, too, when he was here <laughs> <laughs> over the years. Uh, you know, speaking of that, I, I saw your long snappers out there with guys squirting two water bottles on their hands, wet hands, while they're snapping it, and, you know, the holder doing the same type of thing. So, I mean, you don't – you have to go through that. And, you know, they understand it. But wet balls, that, that's key. And it, Yeah, and, and when, you're, when you're a pro and you're the best in the country, what you do, which everybody in our, our team should take pride in that, uh, you know, there's, there's certain – you can't just – uh, say, well, it doesn't really matter when the ball is wet. Sure it is. You know, you have to be able to make adjustments with that and handle it. And, and that's part of, you know, anybody who handles the ball, you have to, when it's wet or when it's cold or when it's windy, you know, what, what adjustments do you make? And uh, certainly no excuses for not executing, but at the same time, there are. it is different. You have yeah. to make adjustments. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different band performing live on stage two hours before kickoff. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks, Beat Cancer. And we'll have more with Coach Day and his weekly show presented by Roosters when we continue on Learfield IMG College. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Every time you close your laptop, a Corona gets its lime. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a Corona gets its lime. Every time you press pause. Every time you unwind or lose track of time, a Corona gets its lime. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a Corona gets its lime. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020, and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at Credit Union of Ohio? Whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's cuofohio.org. NCUA insured equal housing lender. calling so what's it gonna be hey it's in a 
the American spirit. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Right now, buy one window, get one free. And 0% financing for 36 months, plus tickets to an Ohio State football game, courtesy of Universal Windows Direct, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. As the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Register by visiting your favorite Roosters location or at roosterswings.com. One trip is awarded each week. See Roosters website for official rules. Roosters, a fun casual join at proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. The Buckeyes getting ready to host Wisconsin this coming Saturday at Ohio Stadium. And uh, we'll try and tick off some of our social media questions. Uh, One of them comes from Rose in Columbus asking about teams putting two punt returners in on special teams. What would the strategy be behind that? Well, there's a couple reasons for that. Um, One is for the rugby-style kickers who like to drive the ball a little bit lower and then let the ball kind of bounce and roll down the field, as you guys have seen, especially uh, on the turf fields where they can really roll um, sometimes, you know, guys who can spray the punts around, we'd like to have two guys back there deep. Uh, other times it's, you know, for other reasons, like, uh, you know, if they have a really good gunner, you can double-team a gunner, things like that. Okay. Hey, uh, you know, going back to uh, last week, you know, playing on grass, early on in that game, it looked like a few of your guys were slipping and sliding early on. Did you guys make any changes or did just, uh, you know, they were able to, you know, have their footing? But early on it looked like that affected us more than maybe – it was affecting Northwestern, and it didn't, you know, obviously mess around in the second quarter. Was there any problems with that? No, you know, we all we brought the extra, the molded, you know, the old school yeah. cleats or, um, you know, the screw-ins as opposed to the molded's. Uh, but most of the guys wore the molded ones. They felt like, uh, and I felt like the turf was in great shape. Uh, it was very solid, and uh, we did slip a little bit early on. I think when you get into that kind of 7, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, you know, for whatever, that, that moisture shows up, yeah. And so uh, it kind of softened it up a little bit, but – uh, but I thought the field was in great shape I overall. Did too. Yeah, no, it was. It was a beautiful night, and, and uh, you know, it didn't really affect us too much. You had to saw Austin on that one trying yeah. to come back and yeah. you know, slip and like, oh man. Yeah, I mean, and we, we practice out in the grass and do that as All well. The time. But yeah, uh, but certainly it is very different than turf. It just reminded me of the basketball game that got postponed on the battleship carrier because of the condensation of the court when the sun went down. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was a wicked flashback. Uh, Greg in Montpelier asking about talking to the players to stay grounded and and approach the whole one week at a time mentality is that something that you talk about a lot or is it something that the leaders of the team take a lot of ownership there uh, both okay. both but uh yeah certainly the conversation is that uh, we think we have a great chemistry uh, and we feel like we have something special going and, and it's very fragile and so at any point someone could take that away from you and everybody anytime you're playing somebody they're trying to take that away from you and uh, you have to be mature enough to understand how fragile that is and uh, if, if you change any of your routines, if you don't go about uh, preparing the same way physically, mentally, emotionally, or, you know, you, you turn the ball over, all of a sudden you avoid the 
uh, the plan to win, and, and here we go. Now we're in it. And so uh, consistently talking to the guys about that, and uh, if we want to go, we want to go. We have to make sure our routines stay the same. We don't change anything. It seems like your group is bought in that, hey, you know, you got to work really hard during the week and practice and, you know, prepare. And when you got the leaders like Jeff Okuda and, you know, guys on that offensive line, Jonah Jackson, kind of lean by example out there working really hard. And, and, and face it, a lot of these guys have been through the experience of having a tough loss and knowing what it can do to a season. I mean, you know, heck, you can go 13-1. Some people don't feel like it's a good year. Right. That's, you know, that's just terrible. But that's the way sometimes it can be. And I think Jonah coming in from Rutgers is really appreciative of all this win and, and kind of reminds guys, hey, it, it could be a lot worse, you know what I mean? And, you know, he wants to go win the championship and brings that spark, so to speak. But that's a good thing about having some veteran leadership. So they've been through some tough times that know what it takes. Yeah, and uh, I think he's stepped in and done a tremendous job just of being himself, but then also showing leadership. He's got great, tremendous, or, uh, tremendous leadership skills. He's done a good job in it. You know, going into an environment where this is a prideful place and obviously the offensive line room is as prideful as it gets, stepping in and being able to play, and those guys have embraced him, which is not easy to do, and he's done a really good job of that. But but like you said, you know, focusing on one, one game at a time, and, and I think that's part of being tough is being disciplined enough to not worry about what's gone on in the past, not saying, oh, you know, we're 7-0 or whatever. That has nothing to do with right now. Right. Does, doesn't matter what's coming on down the, down the uh, in the future. What matters is right now in this game, in this day of practice, and if we just stay focused on this right here, we're going to be all right. You know, in the Tuesday press conference, somebody asked you, a lot of it in reference to Justin Fields, but you were asked about arm strength for a quarterback, and I think your comment was you could talk for hours about arm yeah. strength, but there's a lot of different factors that go into that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it took me a while, to, and I played quarterback, but I was really studying the quarterback uh, mechanics and, and what it means because – um, you know, if you were just walking down the hallway and you say, who, who has the strongest arm out of these five guys? You, know, you wouldn't know. Um, you know. If somebody said, who bench presses 500 pounds, you could probably figure out who that was. You know, or, uh, you, know, you can look at someone and say, okay, they're probably pretty good at this. Arm strength, there's no way. You know, you look at the Major League Baseball players, they're all different shapes and sizes and everything. And so what it comes down to is not really so much your strength, although as you get older that helps. Uh, it's more about sequencing and timing. It's just like anything else, like a golf swing. You look at some of those golfers who hit the ball 400 yards they're not very big. Uh, actually, the bigger you get, sometimes the harder it is to whip around and create that sequencing. Well, it's the same thing when you throw the football. And uh, and so, you know, some guys have a good feel for that. There's certain ways you can teach guys to be better at that. But uh, if you try really hard and strain to throw the ball hard, it typically doesn't work that way. It's all about timing and how you create the power from the ground up and you get the ball out of your hand. And, and the better the timing is, it typically goes with your foot, your hip, your shoulder, your elbow, and then your hand. And um, and when, when you're in sequencing, you're in timing. That's when the ball comes out with good trajectory and good spin. And functionally, how far do you really have to throw it you know, to be you know, a successful right. quarterback? 50, 60 yards, right? I mean, you don't have to go much further. And that's that. rare. That's rare, that's right? Rare. It's very rare. Yeah, yeah I mean, so think about like Joe Montana and everyone had a strong, strong arm. You know, um, you know, there's certain guys out there that don't have a really strong arm, but they're very accurate. They get the ball out of their hand on time quickly. They can see it, and they're accurate. Yeah. Another of our social media questions, uh, Lisa in Arlington asking this, and it kind of ties to last week end of the game, and you've talked about how much you enjoy the great fan support on the road and all of the other trappings that come with it. But, you know, the, the Ohio State band was not there. You do Carmen, Ohio, after every game. Was there a particular player or two who kind of leads the contingent to make sure that everybody's in the corner there to sing? Uh, well, the Carmen's kind of everybody. Coach Mick kind of, you know, gets everybody over there, but then we all kind of, you know, sing it together. Uh, but in, in the locker room for the fight song, uh, that's Devon Hamilton this year. So, we usually, really? yeah, we, tip, we typically have a, uh, an offensive lineman or defensive lineman, it, it uh, changes in older guys, senior. And uh, this year it's been him, and so uh, he gets up in front of the team, and we start the, the fight song and sing it after every win. It is special to walk out of, into an opposing stadium and see a lot of scarlet, uh, you know, i got to think 50%. And then 
in the you know, second half to hear OHIO going around. I mean, that's, that doesn't happen. That's odd. That's rare. And, you know, it happens at Ohio State a lot. And you as a head coach got to really feel good about that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, some of my uh, my favorite memories already t- so far at, at being Ohio State is going into another stadium and seeing that. Uh, I remember TCU. I remember the, the Cotton Bowl, the Rose Bowl. Uh, and then just last Friday night, you know, when – when Buckeye Nation comes in and takes over a stadium, it's pretty cool. And I think you were talking earlier this week, too, about the bus ride to and from the stadiums, the people lining the streets and the train stations. Yeah, that, that's fun. That, that was that was neat. I'd really never been to Northwestern before. And just uh, as you drive in on the bus and you can see all the fans and see all the people as you come into a stadium and they're all fired up and they're either, you know, really excited to see you or they're, you know, uh, not. And uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stories of different people giving you, uh, you know, different information as you're you know, driving through their, their uh, tailgate. But, uh, but I, I, that's awesome. I mean, if you're a competitor, you love that. that that's why, um, you know, you go into situations like that. You kind of put your headphones on, listen to some music, get fired up, and then you go into play. Nothing better than home games, though, right? I mean, getting that, that opportunity, and, and I know your seniors, you know, look at and say, hey, I only got three home games left, so that's going to be, uh, you know, special uh, for them, and you want to make every one as special as it possibly can be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anytime you get to play in the shoe, it's it's tremendous. And this, this Saturday has got to be huge for us. Noon kickoff. Uh, you know, we got to be loud, especially when they're they have the ball on third down, red zone, make it really hard, hostile environment. We got to protect our house. Um, another of our social media questions: Dean in Leland, North Carolina, with the success that's gone on this year, what's going on in your hometown of Manchester, New Hampshire? Are they becoming uh, are there Buckeye watch parties going on that you heard about or anything like that? Yeah, I've, I've uh, you know since the season's happened, you know, um, I, I think that there's more and more people wearing Buckeye stuff around the city and uh, throughout the state, uh, which is really cool. Um, which which is really cool to, to think about, and uh, you know, for Nina and I to to think back on on our hometown and the people supporting us, it means a lot. Do we have an alumni club up there yet? I don't know that. Um, yeah. I don't know that. I think there are some watch parties going on, but I don't know. Maybe we have to start a, an alumni club in Manchester. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you as always for your time, and all the best come Saturday with Wisconsin. All right, thanks, guys. That is Ohio State head coach Ryan Day. We are scheduled to hear from defensive uh, coordinator Greg Madison when we continue with this week's show, presented by Roosters from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. We all have our routines, and for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. I'm Maggie Griffin, and I'm working to end hunger in my community. I saw families with no access to fresh, healthy foods and knew I had to find a solution. 
At Ohio State, I connected farming and social work to build a solution from the ground up. And now, I deliver nourishing produce to my neighbors who need it most. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye. Find out more at osu.edu slash stories. You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football. Buckeye fans, join us for the American Electric Power Scarlet and Gray Salute Military Appreciation Event on Friday, November 8th, taking place in Remembrance Park near St. John Arena. Enjoy live music on the Rocky Boot stage, food, drinks, and more from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. There will be beer sales on site, and a portion of all proceeds will go to Benefit USO Incorporated. Come out and enjoy an event supported in a great cause prior to the Military Appreciation Game when the Buckeyes take on Maryland. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. The fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back, back to, to the, the Ryan, Ryan Day Show. Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Did you know that one person can save eight lives, give sight to two, and heal more than 50 people through organ, eye, and tissue donation? Be a Buckeye for Life. Register today as an organ, eye, and tissue donor at lifelineofohio.org. And welcome back to this week's Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters as Ohio State gets ready to face Wisconsin. And it's our pleasure to talk with defensive coordinator Greg Madison. Thank you for your time as we look at all of the great stats that the defense has assembled through the course of this season. As you look at what's gone on, what is one of the top two or three things, Greg, that jump out to you that make you happy about what this defense has done? Well, I'm so proud of uh, how hard they've played and how they've bought into uh, our thing is going to be we're going to play extremely hard on every play. We're going to run to the football, and by running to the football and everybody going as hard as you can to the football, that has a a great opportunity to eliminate plays, big plays. Uh, You know, everybody talks about missed tackles. Well, in today's football, to tackle one of the great athletes one-on-one on that large football field is a very, very tough job. And if you can get your whole defense, the other 10 guys, to come to the football, that space becomes a lot smaller. Therefore, you get more guys hitting it, and you have less big plays. And knock on wood, that's our deal. And this is going to be a huge challenge this week because, as you know, this running back is a 10, 400-meter guy, and uh, you'll stop him, stop him, stop him over the years, and then all of a sudden, bang, he hits one. And when he hits one, that's, uh, that safety has a tough job. You know, and so that's been the big, biggest thing that I've been the pr- most proud of. You know, you're from Wisconsin. Is there just a place here that they find these offensive linemen? <laughs> you know, six five, three twenty across the board. I mean, every year it's been. I've been covering Ohio State for twenty three years, and every year it's the same. Where do they find them? You know, they're kind of in in my 
and my knowing them so well at, at another school where my son ended up going to and playing at it was Iowa. Right. They'll take all of these so-called three-star players, and as you know better than anybody, all of a sudden you walk into a pro training camp and there's a guy standing there that's a first-round pick, and he's from Wisconsin as an offensive lineman, you know. And it's just I think what happened there, a lot of the kids in that state play two and three sports. So a lot of them aren't totally developed when it comes time for recruiting. And, and recruiting is so early nowadays that you may bypass them. I, I, I know for a fact there have been so many kids, some of them that are starting on this team in the offensive line that are very good players that I went right by them and said, you're really going to be good someday, but we can't take you right now. Right. And sure enough, you know, we're going to be lining up against them now. Um, but that's what's been the case with them, I think. And there's no, there's no spring football, you know. So y- y- you have a lot of kids there that keep playing basketball, you know, track, baseball, and all that. And uh, so, therefore, they develop later. As this season has gone on, have you liked how within the course of a game your defense has adjusted to what they've seen from the opposing offenses? Yeah, I think they have done a very good job of that. And, and uh, we're very fortunate. We have a great staff, you know. Uh, you know, to have – to have Jeff Halfley upstairs uh, with all of his professional background and him to sit and see that coming down. I mean, I've been at places before and something happens and you go, uh, well, what happened? And you hear silence. You know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you go, oh, man, this is going to happen again. Well, <laughs> Jeff is right on top of it ahead of time. And he said, this is what happened. And, and we've got a guy like uh, Matt Thurin does a phenomenal job on the sideline where he'll have every play drawn up handing it to our guys when they come off to show them what had just happened. And uh, Al does a great job, and everybody knows that, uh, you know, Larry, Larry's as good as there is, and he's sitting there. When, I, when a guy comes off, he'll be saying, listen, you're doing this or you're doing that. And uh, that's where the adjustments have been very, very, very good for us. You know, when you face Wisconsin, it seems like you're always going to see the big line, a big, tough back, and you see that with Taylor. But then the jet sweep, that's always been in their package, and the slant routes, I mean, they like to hit those. They, they tend to mix those in at the right times, and, and they probably run the jet sweep better than anybody that, else that we see throughout the course year. What, how do they do it different? Well, I think one of the things they do is they, they don't beat themselves. I mean, they have a, a very, very good system. Uh, where they're going to establish their game plan with the run. And now if you load the box, now you're opening yourself up for the slants. You're opening yourself up for the jet sweep if you're bringing everybody in there. And, uh, and it all starts with their run, you know. And, then they, uh, you know, and, and they, always have, they always have had the ability, and they do again, is if you don't do your job on one guy, all of a sudden they hit him. You know, you've yeah. seen it forever where all of a sudden you got everybody playing here and all of a sudden, who has that guy? Yeah. You know, we were just talking about it the other day. Uh, they do as good a job as any team I've ever seen on what we call the hide tight end. I mean, I, I yeah. got um, seven or eight clips to show my guys yesterday in the meeting, and there's some times when he's blocking all the way down to the center and still releasing and catching the ball. 
Yeah, I mean, they just do a phenomenal job of that. And, uh, you know, so those are the things we got to be ready for. Well, Coach Madison, thank you for your time as always. We appreciate it, and all the best come Saturday with Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. That is Ohio State defensive coordinator Greg Madison. So Saturday the Buckeyes will have Wisconsin here at Ohio Stadium. And, Jim, after a bye weekend and a road game, nice to be at home, isn't it? Oh, I'm sure everybody's going to be excited to come back. And, you know, another bye following that after this. So they get, you know, a bye week playing the road. Uh, come home, play, and then uh, another week off. So I'm sure everybody's excited for this one, Paul. Absolutely. Saturday, the Buckeyes will be at home with Wisconsin. We'll be on the air with our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. The Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters has been brought to you statewide by Incopa Insurance and by Adena Health System. For Skip Mossick, Ted Holbrook, Jim Lachey, Coach Ryan Day, and Coach Greg Madison, this is Paul Keels. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.